This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. With the livecast starting so early today, I thought I'd compare each host to an element of a wholesome breakfast. Rob, of course, is your frothy cappuccino. Darren is that reliable and hearty plate of scrambled eggs, so comforting. And Sid? Well Sid is that massive dump you take after the coffee and eggs kick in. Flush that boy down. Our IP live cast starts. Now. We are brunching, we are partying. Thank you for joining us. Special Sunday edition, a Sunday morning edition of RIP Livecast. Being as though it's Sunday morning, all of our guests this morning are political advocates. We're going to have uh, former Senator Tim Ryan on the show. No, we're not. Oh, oh no. Making jokes because it's <laughs> no, Sunday morning news cycle. No weapons manufacturer CEOs on the show today yeah, the CEO to explain Lockheed why Martin. war is necessary. He's going to going to uh, uh, come on to uh, talk about <laughs> the peace talks. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Here on Thank you. Meet the Jewish schlubs. <laughs> Meet the schlubs. I like that. Uh, I never knew that. That's how. That's how uh, Shannon saw me. Uh, I feel uh, I, I, I like a hearty plate of eggs. I, I feel very comforted by that. Yeah, Is that my PR image. You're a warm embrace. Oh. And I look like someone that's a good cuddler. I will say. That. Oh, <laughs> that's thank you. I take that as a. I, I'm very into cuddling. Even. I would say at my most horniest uh, peak of my life, I was even equally into cuddling as I was into fucking. In my, my, my 20s, all through my life, I've been a romantic uh, nuzzler. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm very touched by that. Kind of that, that phrasing is just a romantic nuzzler. I like that. That could be our next shirt. Yes. <laughs> we had the Googler, now we have the Nuzzler. Soft A. Nuzzler. Nuzzler. I get Mike Francesa to record a sound bite. <laughs> what is this with this Nuzzler? I don't... <laughs> you wait online for four hours to talk to me and all you got to say is Nuzzler. All right. You're a fool. You're a fool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He doesn't take calls anymore. He doesn't have a vehicle for call taking anymore, right? Oh, that's sad. Uh, does he? I have. I. I, I mean, no he doesn't idea. do a radio show anymore, right? No, he does his like a podcast. Yeah. He? So I'm but, guessing they don't take live callers on that. You could. Why not? He does the show live. I think. Mm. I honestly I don't know. I'm saying, but I could be feasible at least. I feel like that's probably that was always probably his most annoying part of his job is having to talk to common common scumbags like us. Oh, 100 percent. So I'm sure that's like the first thing to go once he got full control over his program. Yeah, it seemed like he found a way to make it work, like to sort of I'm going to incorporate this as an annoyance. Like, yeah, I might have to do. But I'm, my angle is I'm going to get annoyed at these people on the air and ridicule them. But now have no like patience said, for their stupidity. Yeah, he may never have to do it, so now he doesn't have to work it in. It's just oh, Mons. Oh. Mons is the voice of the people now. Did he bring Mons, or did I, Mons? I hope so. Or Mons remain employed at WFAN. I can't imagine that Mike Francesa would pay him more than WFAN would. It might just be in his contract that he has to follow Mikey wherever he goes, regardless. Yeah, Francesa can't even order feet. a pay per view without Mons. How is he going to go do a podcast without him? That's true. Yeah, maybe well, his kids getting- produce it. You get some other schmuck to be Mons, you know. 
I will say, I feel like since Mike has moved to his own platform, you know, I feel like this is one of the things about uh, moving to kind of streaming and away from like a mainstream area. I feel like we don't hear about him as much. We're not yes. <laughs> seeing as many links because his reach has, has decreased. Mm-hmm. So pe- people aren't going to like, it's easy to listen to something for free if you want to laugh at it, but you're not going to pay a subscription fee to laugh at Mike Francis. Yeah, no. You're not going to pay him money right. to mock him. Well, it also would. underlines the point I was making all along, which is that his entire fame was sort of fabricated and not real because he moved his way into a job at WFAN and didn't really have any talent or insight for or creativity or anything that would support having a show on such a large platform. And it was just he somehow... He's like Trump. He somehow sort of carved out this perception uh, of himself that he's good at something. Mm-hmm. And people believed it. Advertisers believed it. And it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And as soon as he left, when he had to do that on his own merits, no one gives a shit. Yeah. And I, I think uh, a lot of his success is just based on how early, like sports talk radio was in its infancy, infancy when he started. Right. And so like, it was very easy to rise to prominence when there's no competitors around. If yes. he just, if if Mike Francesa, like, how old was he when he started? Let's say late 30s, yeah, early even, 40s. Yeah, yeah. If that guy appeared now on like ESPN Radio, nobody <laughs> would give a shit. There, there right. wouldn't even be a following for that show. Right. But, but since you can say he, that he about a lot of things. Yeah. I, I don't think that right place, right time, sure. But yeah. hey, I agree, Rob. I agree, Rob, but he's I think he's on the extreme end of the curve of right place, right time is what I'm saying. Like they, you could say that about a lot of things, but he's such a zero talent. He's such a zero talent. It's it's the worst example of it I've ever seen. It's life. like anti charisma. Yes. Yes. You because I've always said this. You could put like a chili dog in this that time slot on WFAN. <laughs> yeah. People just tune in to get news updates every 15 minutes yeah. and then they leave it on, you know, or whatever. And you just hear the guy by osmosis and you go, I'm a Francesa listener, you know, but you could put anyone on it. gets ratings. It's like the most listened to thing that people listen to in their cars or whatever, or was might probably not now. His main talent is like making you believe he's an authority figure in the world of sports based on nothing. Yes. He's just a guy, but he carries himself like, of course I know more than you. Right. And he, and people believe it. He developed all these relationships with like Bill Parcells because he was the only sports guy around then. Like, yeah. So we went from romantic nuzzling to like a man, <laughs> the opposite, the polar opposite of romantic nuzzling. Someone who think, no uh, one would ever want to touch in real life. Well, I was going to say, do you think uh, Mike is a nuzzler? <laughs> uh, let's ask Roe. Can we get Roe on the, on the line? And I think he's her? reading the Daily News while having sex. Yes. He's got like the, the racing forum out. He's like... <laughs> She's just under him, like caring about. Oh, you think he's on top? There's no way he's on top. Yeah. Okay. She's over him. Yeah. Just listening to him, like talk about Ichabod Crane in the third at Saratoga or something. You know. Once in a while, she has to like move the paper out of the way to make sure he's still awake. (laughs) Yeah. Because we know he tends to doze off. Oh, that's like probably the highlight of her week. Or she gets out of her like grinding duties and early. Yeah, yeah, I'm confused now. Like, who's initiating here? Then is it her or him? Yes, it's her. Okay, 
Oh, he, have heard me. Needs they don't. They don't he want nothing to do with that. No. He seems asexual. I had lots of sex in my twenties. Okay, I've, that's enough. I'm all sexed out. Back after this. He got all the groupies that Bill Parcells turned down at the Italian restaurant. Leavens. <laughs> you gotta have the chicken franchise. Just yelling at a woman in the corner. You gotta have the. Ch- you gotta have the chicken. Now I want some chicken. Can we play that ad again? Do you have that <laughs> ad queued Let me up? see if Manny's, I can find it. Manny's restaurant with him and Bill Parcells. I, I find it so weird that his name is basically Franchise and he eats the chicken Franchise. Well, that's too on the nose. Don't you want to get something else? <laughs> he, get, he got some sauce on his nose? <laughs> yes, that's for nuzzling later. <laughs> oh, you lick think, it off. You think he was still a romantic nuzzler back then when that oh. commercial was shot? in 1982 or whatever i'm just like trying to imagine uh mike francesa with like game and i'm yeah, like no. a 404 memory not found you no. know like no i'm sure he dated women that would just also had no game whatsoever you know what i mean like they just mm. found each other but then when he was like basically rich and a few million in the bank he probably you know was able to find one woman, Roe, who was uh, of a higher caliber, let's say, to settle down That's with her heart. I got there a link go. to the commercial in uh, oh, in our chat. Excited. I haven't seen this in a while. I couldn't find it on YouTube. I had to go on Twitter to find a link. Really? Oh, my goodness. You know, oh. <laughs> Maybe full, this is like an extreme screen. close-up. This was, no, this is on purpose. This is an artistic mm. Ah. Ah, you know, Mike, <laughs> I used to eat here at Manny's after every home game when I coached the Giants, and Manny's is as good as it gets. You're right, it doesn't get any better than Manny's chicken franchise. You tried the deal parmesan? <laughs> no way, I never had the, the deal. I always have the chicken. I always have the chicken. I always have the chicken. How can you say that? Man? I'm out of here. Manny, where's the chicken? The deal's way better than the Manny. chicken. Manny! Everybody knows that. Check. Ah. Uh. So I want to I want to play this again just for how he says franchise. Ah, I'm so excited. You know, Mike, to that line. I used to eat here at Manny's after every home game when I coached the Giants, and Manny's is as good as it gets. You're right; it doesn't get any better than Manny's chicken franchise. You tried the veal? <laughs> <laughs> no, I never had the veal. I want to point something out too. Um, they haven't been served yet. There's a, just a loaf of bread and some wine on the table. So what are they saying? Ah, like what? That's how ah. good the wine is. You get so no, they look. See, they've already, you ate already. They've oh, already yeah. eaten it. Here's already the last bite. He's putting it in his mouth. Oh. Yeah, I remember now. You're right. That doesn't look like chi- that. Just looks like an uncooked piece of chicken. What is that? Or like mozzarella. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I will not eat chicken. Just give me a full plate of mozzarella. I will eat that at my leisure. Now I feel like we've morphed into Tim and Eric. This is like a Tim and Eric bit. (laughs) They've morphed into Tim and Eric. We're just bystanders here. Uh, You got to have the chicken. No, the veal, the chicken, the veal. That's it. Give me a check. You need you two guys to uh, argue with each other or whatever. Just do something. Just do something. Is this place still in existence? I was just going to look it up. (laughs) You should do a live remote from Manny's. Or a, a, a Patreon episode. Uh, Manny's looks to be uh, still still rocking and rolling, baby. There's a Yelp page for it, but without yep. any pictures or 
reviews. Oh, a friend who's never go to Manny's, uh, a Yelp reviewer friend never went there. Yeah, I guess I no. guess it it is closed because there's no Google Map. Uh, no. That's a shame situation. Yeah. How many pictures of obscure sports figures were had to be auctioned off because of the closing of Manny's? That must have been <laughs> plastered. I can get a vibe already of what that wall looked like, you know, like Altoon yeah. and like <laughs> people from the 80s Here's, that nobody remembers. Here's the one uh, review. Uh, Manny's was a huge part of my life for over 13 years. I worked for him at his famous sports bar. I will treasure all the memories, all the uh, laughs of good times, all the wonderful people I met throughout the years. I miss those days. Janice. All right, maybe I should have read it as Janice. No, Manny's was a huge part deal. of my life for over 13 years. I worked for him at his famous sports bar. He was a doll. I will treasure all those memories, all the laughs and good times, and the wonderful people <coughs> I met throughout those years. I miss those days, Janice. Hashtag RIP <laughs> And you all, and, and she had to sign it Janice, even though her, her username is Janice and appears there already. Is it Janice from The Sopranos, do we think? Yeah. Did she shoot Richie in that restaurant? Yeah. Right in the chest? Oh, spoiler. If you haven't seen it. <laughs> Sorry. 20-year spoiler. <laughs> but yeah, if, if you are live cast uh, hopeful, heartful. What? Uh, are you hot? Our, our live cast fans have... Uh, Find a nice, good Mike Francesa clip of a funny one that we haven't played in a while. Send it over to us. We gotta get back on our uh, Francesa. Uh, oh my God, you're malfunctioning. Hustle. Yeah, I am malfunctioning. I, I can't keeps, think of words. You're, the mispronunciation of his name, I think, is throwing you off. Oh, yeah. Is. Of all three of us, like who would th- Rob gets up at four in the morning every day to go swimming? Like you should yeah, be uh, most alert. My. In the uh, with the uh, the sunset <laughs> happening earlier, my 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 sleep schedule is is a little weird now. Oh, uh, what's, what's happening? So I've been I have been going to bed a little later, but then I just still like wake up at like three thirty four in the oh. morning, and I'm just up for two hours until I pass out again, and then I get oh. like another two or three hours i sleep. get up at around that time to pee but then i go back to sleep man am i the yeah, only person I who I never fall... during the night should i be worried about that i never piss during the night i always you piss do. like like before and after right when i wake up you have a healthy bladder is that what is that what it means it could be like you you guys are normal and i'm not well is, rob are you getting up to pee or are you just getting up at that hour like randomly no i'm getting up to use the the facility but no i mean I, i'm getting up and because i'm up i'm like all right i might as well pee i think it's more yeah. that mm. i've gotten into those situations before like like just waking up and not being able to fall asleep but it happens once in a while again a week like that where it keeps yeah. happening yeah i think part of it has to do with like i kind of uh ate a bunch of shitty snacks last night so that also <laughs> what you it's, it's weird what you eat it kind of affects how you sleep it's kind of crazy that's what why you got thought god sorry what were my snacks yeah was the question i had uh some of those uh coconut dreams i think they're called from keebler they're like the fake uh Girl scout samosas 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 are the fake samoas uh some of these 
Nutella biscuits, which I'm also. So just sugar. You're just pounding sugar. Sugar. Yeah, right before you woke up at three thirty. Pounded sugar. That's right. It, that's why you gotta have the veal. It, no, you gotta have the veal. <laughs> this was after after having a ton of sushi, so that was nice too. Had a good sushi dinner. Did yeah. you see Steve Buscemi this time? No, Steve Buscemi. This was a different spot. No, that he was could like be that at was the like other the spot fancier. too. That's a good point. You're right. He gets around. He could become buddies like with Dave Grohl. Oh, food buddies. Imagine. I would love that, but I don't think he uh, he's looking for any new friends at the moment. He seems pretty full. I just saw a, a clip uh, online of um, from the move the TV show Just Shoot Me. Apparently, I guess it was, and it mm-hmm. was Mark Hamill at a dinner, like eating, trying to eat with his friend in the show, and David Spade just comes out. He's like, "Oh my God, you're Mark Hamill! Oh my God, you're the best!" And he just keeps annoying him, and Mark Hamill just like eventually just flips on him. And does a rant about Star Wars nerds and everything, and that just reminded me of like Rob. What if Rob had gone up to Steve Buscemi? What if? Oh my God! Really, Mr. really did yeah. not want to be approached. It was very clear. Yeah, like the way he his hat was just you know, down as far as it could go. But he's also got a very small head, so maybe the hat was just oversized. Hmm. I didn't think of that. <laughs> I should have said hi. Yeah, my big, my big Hollywood break ruined. Just give him a like a, a, a salmon sushi on the house. Like send over a plate of oh. something. See if he catches eye. Yeah, he sparks fly. Plus hot. <laughs> or not? You put your phone number on it too, on the plate. That's true. I just, I guess I'm just assuming that Steve Buscemi is uh, heterosexual. But... He's artistic. I'm sure he's da- had dalliances. Mm. You know those artistic types. Sure. <laughs> right, Rob? You know those he, he dips. Types. He dips in and out. He doesn't. <laughs> oh. I was going to say he doesn't uh, move the needle on my gaydar at all. But Rob didn't either. So maybe I'm just not good at that. Mm. Rob, does Steve Buscemi move your needle? He does not move my needle. No. In, an, in an intellectual way, not uh, sexually. Yeah, you could talk cinema with him. I mean, I'd, I'd want to hang out with him, but not do anything sexual. No. What if that was the cost of entry? No pun intended. <laughs> like you had no, to do I, something I, sexual with him entry. to hang out with him. Like the what entry would I have is to the do? entry. Go down on him a little bit. Yeah, fluff him. Ah. Go down on him is not too bad. Like that doesn't require me to have to perform anything. Like you know, like I don't have to maintain an erection to go down on him. Yeah, oh, I see. yeah. I thought like, you meant uh, you don't have to put any work into your blowjob. I thought that's what you meant. That's not cool. No, you gotta you gotta sell the blowjob. Yeah, well, but you can fine. picture I mean, other he... people. You don't have to look at his face while you're doing it. Yeah, you, got, like, you gotta have the blowjob front chase. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> nice little white wine sauce on his dick. I'm just picturing that sketch of like gay Mike Francesa and gay Bill Parcells arguing about what flavor of blowjob to. Uh... It's just the same thing, but at a bathhouse. So they're like <laughs> in towels, <laughs> patting each other. You got to get a rim job. Yeah. No, blowjob. No, no, rim no, job. No. Blowjob. Come on, everybody. Rim job is a niche thing. You got to have a blowjob. Everyone loves a blowjob. <laughs> and then you pan down and Mons is jerking them both off. And that first shot of Mike with the food is just a cum droplet. Oh. Mm. Ah. 
Good morning, everybody. Hello. It's the live cast. Yes. Or whatever time of day it is where you are in the world. Yeah. And uh, Darren, I have uh, in, in our notes that you had a story to share about shitting in the dark. Ooh. Uh, I, I don't, oh, yes, I completely slipped my mind now. Uh, I went to a store and I went into the back of, this is like very brief. I hope I'm not overselling this story, but I went to a store because it was an emergency. I went to like a bodega and I went towards the back of the bodega and it's like, it wasn't for public consumption. Like the guy did me a favor, you know, go in the back where they shit and there was just no light. And I was, I flipped the light on and off like forty-seven times, and oh, there was God. no way to leave. If I leave the door open, there's a continuous line of sight to the front door, so I couldn't just sit there with the door open. So then I go to, uh, I said, "All right, I'll just light it with my phone. I'll just sit here with my phone screen." And wouldn't you know it, my phone battery died at exactly. Oh, that time. No. So I literally, literally, this is how horror movies start, by the way. Right. So I'm in the dark. I already have my drawers down and I go. So I, now I don't know. I'm not oriented in this bathroom. I don't know where anything is. I don't know where the toilet paper is. So I had to get up, pull my pants up. I haven't shit yet, thankfully. And I go to the door and just crack it. And I do a quick Terminator scan of the uh, objects <laughs> in the room. I memorize it. And then I close the door again and I go, okay, I know the toilet paper is eight inches to my right and all this stuff. And then I've successfully shit. I wiped and then uh, I washed my hands and then I, I had to crack the door open again a little bit just to, I, I want to look at, uh, I, I did another, I, after I washed my hand, I, I thought I got to make sure I'm fresh. And I did another wipe and I had to look at the paper because you got to <laughs> judge for brownness. Yeah. So I had to crack the door to look at the paper. And I rewashed, and that was the end of my shitting in the dark story. Did you tell the guy that there were no lights in the bathroom on your way out? I was too embarrassed, even though, like, he, you know, I didn't want, I don't like to anyone to ever know that I shit into their toilet. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it would have mattered if it was pissing. So I didn't mention it. I was like mortified to say I shit in his bathroom. Yeah, I don't no think light. you needed to mention what you did in there. You've just been like, I went in there and it was, yeah, well, if anything, it'd, be, it'd be more difficult to piss in there with no yeah, light. Yeah, you get piss everywhere. I think if I was going to piss in there, I would have sat down like a woman and pissed uh, just because of that circumstance. Mm. I would have just sat down and peed. But anyway, the point is, I took so long in there that it, it, the guy would have known that I was shitting, mm. I feel. Did you Even though, purchase anything? So that he knows yes. regardless, regardless of if you say anything. Right. So I don't. I, right. I'm not saying I want to tip him off to the shitting. I'm saying I don't want to face him. With you don't him just want no interaction. Right. I see. Get out of walk of shame out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Run. No, I actually bought Run something. What'd you get? What did you get? Like, yeah, this uh, is important. Nature Valley bar or something. I don't hmm. know. Like, That's probably why you need to shit. So he probably <laughs> made the connection. He's like, he's got all that bran in him. Fiber. But I didn't. <laughs> I got it after I shit. I left. <laughs> so I, you could bless the next bodega. Right. That never happened. <laughs> I'm so regular, bro. It's like the last several <laughs> years. That's a drop. I have so not, regular, bro. I've <laughs> almost never shit in public. Almost never. I was going to say, like, this had to have been an extreme circumstance because I like I know your thoughts on on p- public defecation, public secretion. I mean, I, I, find, I muddle my way through when when I have to do it. It's just, I, it's, if it, yeah, I don't want it. Like, if I can make it home to shit, I'd rather shit at home. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was between two jobs and they were like an hour train ride apart. 
And Please. I was like, I can't, I can't, I just can't. I will shit my pants. And it was an emergency because, like, I had about an hour and fifteen minutes to do this hour trip. Jeez. So I was like, I gotta get this out now. Like, I can't hold it, and I can't go around looking for a better toilet option. So is this you got on the train, realized it, then got off the train, no. or was this before you started the hour journey? It was right at the as soon as I finished my first job, I got out and bam, I had a. I was going to soil myself. Okay. Like I don't have, I don't have that control where I can. It, it, it's when it's ready to come out, it's ready to come out. Other people have sphincter control. I lack that for some reason. I have some. Like I, I, I can get like a 10, 15 minute window. I think I anything could, more than that is pushing it. I think in a very extreme circumstance, I could hold it 10, 15 minutes, but it's not pleasant. Yeah. Rob, I, I, I'm a pretty good. Uh, holder of poop yeah, I don't know <laughs> if it's not if it's like if it's not diarrhea you know like if it's not liquid <laughs> i could hold it in I, I i can make it through good for you i wish i envy you i wish i could but i will say when it's time to come out it vacates the premises like that like i don't ever have these long shits that other people talk about Oh, I have marathons. I've also I have these. I wanted to ask you guys: Does this oh. happen to you? Where you're like, oh, I'm. You know, you you have a you have a sesh. <laughs> you have a good sesh. You're like, okay, I'm done shitting. You stand up to wipe. And I, 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 of course, this is now. I don't want to unlock a new thing of standing up wiping or sitting down wiping. But let's just say you stand up, and from standing up, you re realize, oh, there's more shit. I have like, that I once like, in a while. Yeah, yeah, okay. Does that happen to you? Like, I'm like, oh, I feel like standing up has pushed down more mm -hmm. shit where I'm like, oh. Or I've had it where, like, I've wiped and I'm ready to leave the bathroom mm -hmm. and it's like, nope, <laughs> round yeah. two right now. Yeah, Let's it go. annoys me so fucking much because it's like, I, I just wasted all that fucking toilet paper. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, how... <laughs> Eco-friendly. Yeah. Which, have, if you think uh, about it, why, why even wipe at all? You're just gonna have to wipe again in a day. Oh <laughs> well. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's disgusting, and it causes rashes. That's not comfortable. I have so not... someone from experience. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on no, yourself, no. Rob. No. No. What? No. I always wipe. <laughs> also, I, like I, what I'm you said immediately. I'm joking. That's disgusting. When I uh, said that was just not wiping, ew, ew, getting it on my undies. Oh, you're right. I can just go, just go naked. When I, uh, when I uh, stand up, when I'm in a public place, I do a sit down wipe and then I stand up provided there's time. Uh, time is not of the essence. I stand up and do another wipe from the back. I told you I'm a front wiper. I know you guys, we had a big argument about this. But when I, I always do a cursory, not cursory, I do an exploratory uh, back, back wipe <laughs> to make sure because I'm going to be around people. You know, I don't want to carry all this uh, poo on my and my hole there. So I, uh, I do I have to you have to look and you wipe until the paper is white again mm -hmm. or red. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. That's why that's why I'm so pro bidet. It's like a nice little mini bath just for your butthole. I don't trust they, it. That's the problem. They, like, they, I don't they, trust they, it. I feel like the technology has gotten great. I can't. Not that the technology is bad. I'm saying from my well-being, my mental state of mind, I won't be able to trust that I, there's not remnants there. Like, I need to. See oh, absolutely. Paper. You still you still do a cursory wipe after. Oh, is that is that the, the bidet standard? Do you have to still wipe? Well, you gotta you're wipe all the wet water. Yeah, it's still a little wet. Off. It's still a little. 
damp is is too strong a term, but there's like a bit of a you know, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of a trickle of, of wetness that you want to dry yeah. off, and it's carrying like 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 uh, booty uh, juice, right? No, it's carrying it's usually, poop. When 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 I had my uh, hotel with the bidet. All of my cursory wipes were just white, like like wow. there was no nothing. It, it cleaned it all out. Okay, so maybe if I had a bidet over time, I'd feel less uh, need. Yeah, you would trust it more. Right. Okay. Food for thought. To earn that trust. It's a process. But I don't. Yeah, since I've been regular, honestly, I also do not have that uh, thing you mentioned. Well, not I don't should say I don't. The frequency is much lower that I finish shitting and. I have to shit again. Like I'm, it just comes out. It just like about 11 a.m. and then I'm good for the day. And so I don't know. What, I mean, I just eat better. I don't eat perfectly. Like I eat junk sometimes. Is that why you say you need to end the show at 11 a.m. today, Darren? <laughs> That's you exactly it. <laughs> no, I would just pause my camera and run in there if I had to go. I've had that happen a couple of times. You need to get that portable mic so you could bring it with you. I remember when we used to do the show live in studio, I had one enormous shit that I missed 20 minutes of the show. I think like, I remember that. Yeah, it was real bad. And I don't have long shits, like I said. And I was trying to yell through the show, like into the show, like perform my part of the show. I remember that one time I brought the phone. Did I call in from the bathroom when I had to go? Was that yes. it? Yes. Yes. I remember something like that dedication uh, thankfully i did not drop the phone into the toilet oh i did that once oh my god Disaster. i guess i got it out and it didn't it didn't i was just mortified about how germy it was yeah but i actually didn't use it the rest of the day i wrapped it in this was i was outside not my toilet my toilet was there business in the toilet or was it a fresh toilet uh it was just flushed okay previously and then the phone went in Okay. And I at least in. that's best case scenario, I suppose. Yeah, yeah or at least horrifying case. Scenario. Yeah. I wrapped it in toilet paper and then I put it in my bag and then I sanitized it when I got home. But having to go in and get it was also. Yeah. Nice. And it went down the hole, like the flush hole, but like retrievable, you know. Like, oh, right, like, right, 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 right. It's too wide I, to like actually flush. Or right. Whatever. But I had to go in deep to get the fucking phone out. Wasn't it's like, like train a, spotting. The same. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. There's some stuff in the in in music world about shit. Uh, <laughs> well, probably a piece of shit. Oh. Uh, stained Aaron Lewis, who like honestly, I, I don't know. Like, I think, I think he might be dumb. You guys, no, I don't know. Believe no. it or not. Not possible. Uh, he posted a photo here. Now, trigger warning. Uh, I'm going to share this photo. It's like, I, I guess it's like animal abuse, sort of, this photo. So if, you, if it's a little too much for you, look away. We'll okay. share it for a quick second. But he posted this photo uh, of a bunch of coyotes that he killed, uh, spelling out Trump 24. Oh, for fuck's sake. And he didn't kill any of those, by the way. Uh, well, yeah, like he has three other people around him. He who, went to right? a taxidermist and just bought yes enough coyotes to do this. Uh, These now, are his monzes. <laughs> now, uh, someone did explain to me that there is a huge 
coyote overpopulation problem. Was it Aaron Lewis that explained this? It to was you? Aaron Lewis. <laughs> no, 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 no. Phone, your Zoom sesh. Uh, no, no. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and so th- it is common to kill coyote because they are predators and they'll like break into your chicken coops or, you know, fuck with your farm animals and all that or stuff. And, I've had I my brother in law, I think, lost a cat to a coyote that just. Right. Yeah. That was another thing. Yes. That's not the issue I take with this photo. I mean, I feel. Yes. Like it, uh, I, I'm getting to it, Darren. It's just and being so, proud of it. Uh, so I understand the need to to kill these animals. Like I have mixed feelings on hunting as well. Like I think hunting for sport is pretty whack. Uh, like uh, it's pretty it's herb behavior. That's what I think this is. You're <laughs> acting like a herb. Uh, and and this whole this whole posturing is total herb behavior for me because it's like okay, I understand the need to have to kill these coyotes for the you know for environmental reasons fine but to then have the genius idea of fucking rounding up all the coyotes you killed and spending the time to to exploit their dead carcasses <laughs> uh for a photo op uh to promote your endorsement of a presidential candidate yeah that's that's stupid it, it, you just look like an idiot I mean, it's just t- like you. This is supposed to be a utilitarian thing when you kill a yes. coyote. You know, it's like why are you so proud of the fact that it's like you got to just trying to piss people off? Yeah. I, also, uh, you kill them with a the fucking machine gun. You know, like you kill them from like thirty feet away yeah, with the okay. fucking sniper rifle. Like, relax, okay? <laughs> you right. know, you, you kill them on easy. Yeah. Go put the coyote in a rear naked choke if you so. Yeah. Exactly. Head to head combat. Like like Alex, that Russian guy from Slaughter to Prevail, how he fi- he fights oh, bears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that now, now if he killed a bunch of bears and spelled out Trump twenty four, that's different. No. We have these bugs. Uh, I don't know if you saw, uh, like these moths. I don't know what kind of. Oh, the bird. lanternfly. There's some yeah. kind of moths that uh, are upsetting the eco balance of yeah, New York City. Like, they're eating the um, some kind of other flies or some other kind of insects that don't they like help. kill trees too. Yeah, and they well yeah. when they eat these flies, those other flies like kind of manage the bacteria level of our mm. ecosystem. So like, there's more bacteria in the environment when those moths are around. So you're supposed to just fucking squash the shit out of them. And I'm very unconditioned to doing that because I hate that. I hate even killing an insect, you know. But I've been doing it. There's so many flies. I'm sorry. So many of those moths are in my school. Like they're everywhere. Oh wow. So I it's, like it's gotten so day. much worse this year. Yeah, like last year, I feel is when the warning came out last summer, mm-hmm. and I feel this year you really see the the impact that the like like there's so many more of them of the lantern fries here in here in New York. Lantern fries, mm. the lantern. sound delicious. Mm. Well, that's why <laughs> I do. You, with are they edible? Washer. Could we just fry them up? Yeah, bread them. <laughs> I don't know. When I first met my ex-wife, she uh, one of the first like selfies she sent me we were talking about uh was with dead coyotes yes she (laughs) won trump 16 no already (laughs) dating we were married already by then uh she she told me her friend bought her a box of crickets they went on vacation Mm. bought a commercial like commercially sold box of edible crickets i was like you're full of shit she's like no i really got crickets she took a cricket and put it on her tongue <laughs> showed me I'm about to eat this thing. That was the, oh one God. of the first pictures you ever sent. Wow. Me. Yeah. 
I can't. I would never eat. I would try it. I mean, I'd rather not. If it was for the show, maybe or something. I would never in my personal life eat a cricket. I don't want to. Worst, worse than the seaweed motherfucker. Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. I'm on his Instagram now. He has such dumb shirts. Aaron Lewis. Yeah, he has like a uh, American flag shirt, and it says, "This is my pride flag." Yeah, cool. Cringe, so cringe. Uh, I have a question about the picture with the coyotes. Yes. Do you think he killed just enough coyotes to spell the Trump 2024 out? Did he kill more than he needed and he left them to the side? Did he try uh, doing it and hadn't killed enough so he had to pause the picture and go kill a few more? Like, what was that process? There's no chance in hell this was plotted out, like, methodically. We need this many coyotes to make a Trump thing. No chance in hell. I think they, the most likely, either they had way too many or they ran out. But I think if they had made way too many, they would have just made a bigger thing. So I'm going to guess they had not enough and they had to go. They had, like, truh, and they had to go back and kill way more. Or buy from someone else. I don't think, yeah, I I don't think they really killed it, all of these coyotes. Yeah. And it's beyond, it's just so funny, like, oh, liberals are going to get so triggered. I'm not yeah, triggered. We, I, yeah, because we care so much liberal, about coyotes. But, yeah. Like you said, yeah, it's right. fine to kill coyotes, like, if for environmental reasons. Yeah. But, but I just think, it's, I think he's a dick. That's all. It's like, they think I'm going to get so fucking mad about this. Like, I just think you're stupid. Yeah. I've been on this show, um, probably pissing off my showmates uh, at the time back then by supporting gun rights. I think like people should, I mean, we need them regulated and all that stuff. I'm on board with gun control, but I think, you know, with all the shit that's a, that, that could possibly conspire against us in this country, I think regular people should be able to have guns because you never know what the fuck's going to happen, but I think it needs to be done a lot smarter. So I'm not like, like broadly anti-gun. I just think, Aaron Lewis is a dipshit. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) like, and also I feel like the whole thing about gun ownership is like responsible gun ownership. And I feel with the hunting community, there's, there's probably also like responsible hunting uh, etiquette. And this is not, this is irresponsible. But I think largely, largely speaking in the United States, not, and this is not a blanket statement about every single person, but the stupidest people in the country tend to have the most guns. And that's yeah. that's a big problem. And that's uh, just I think the ignorance of the country is a bigger problem than the actual gun ownership. Like the, mm-hmm. the just the abstract concept of gun ownership is not the problem. The stupidity and ignorance of people is the problem. So should there be an IQ test? Like how how would that? No, I think I that? think it's a long, slow process. I don't think you can do one thing and just make it right. I think you have to. People need to be more educated. We need to spend more money on education. We need to promote better causes. We need to promote like kind kindness and tolerance and all that. And that takes decades. So it's just until then we need like strict gun control, and then the two things have to work in concert together. But not a stained concert never that <laughs> was it, is that who else is in that picture is it his bandmates or is it just like no. random gun random bros dudes. he has yeah. you know I what i hate them the guitarist oh, of his band because he used to be uh jason newsett's guitarist he was actually very nice mike mike something not muir i wanted Gordon? to say um oh i'm sorry 
What was it? Go ahead, Darren. Uh, what I hate the most about Stain, the band, is... Uh, How the songs sound? Yeah, both <laughs> par- partly. I mean, like, but the fact that it's a little more nuanced than that. Like, I think they're very catchy. And they're not good songs. And he's not a good musician and he's not a good singer. But I get stuck in my head. And I'm si- whenever it comes on in some store somewhere, like, I'm just... I sing along to it because he's he's like an idiot savant. Like he writes catchy songs. I but feel like also, he, well, even I that mean, stupid Trump song he wrote was not not. Oh yeah, what catchy. was that? Am I the only one? I'm, yeah, am I the only one who thinks this yeah. is so weird that people are woke now, etc. He must be so mad that that ginger country singer did basically the same song and got way more yeah. cred out of it. Oh, that guy was more talented. I think also a little more clever in his lyrics. Like I feel like. For most of that song, it's it could be passed off as a as a sort of an, an introspective song mm-hmm. until there's one little part what where about he just the fudge goes, rounds, yeah, fudge yeah. rounds and the welfare cream. It's uh, funny because I believe that ginger uh, redhead I saw he did a cover of Stained this week. Like what? Asked him to cover it's been a while. Oh, for fuck's sake! I'm not gonna play it, but. Uh, all right. Another thing I wanted to talk about that happened in the in the music scene that got people talking is uh, the band Tesseract released and retracted a statement recently about merch tips. Did you guys see this controversy? No. Did you guys hear about this, folks? You hear about this, folks? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm a open my comic right now. <laughs> you, hear about this? you hear about this, Tesseract, folks? Uh, so common practice. I don't know if you guys have been to a show lately. Uh, but if you go to the merch booths, I've seen now that there's tip jars for the merch people, which is a nice way. You know, if the merch person does a good job or is a nice person, you can throw them a little tip ski. I just tip and, them. they don't have to be nice. Just tip them. Yeah. They're working hard. Uh, and so this led to the drummer of Tesseract to re- release a statement. Oh no! Is that a Cube bit of Four, blood. by the way? Tesseract is that the name of the the, the, the next Cube movie? <laughs> uh, so uh, the drummer's name is Jay, and he writes. And this was like one of those uh, slideshows that's like a screenshot of your Apple Notes app. You oh know? boy, that always does does great. Yeah. On this U.S. tour, we've discovered an imbalance that we that I wish to shed light on. Also, these guys are British, which do you like this band, more. by the way, or are they do they suck? What's the deal with this? Band? Uh, they don't suck. They're not my favorite. Like I don't really listen to them, but they're they're all right. I just don't necessarily like the genre of music that they play. Okay, it's not my it's not my most desirable style, but they're very capable musicians. They're they're good. Okay, I've seen them perform. I just don't go out of my way to listen. That's how I would say it. Uh, On this U.S. tour, we've discovered an imbalance that I wish to shed light on. As a touring musician, we put a huge amount of energy into bringing our music to our fans. It's our pleasure. It's our passion. But believe me when I say it costs us everything to do this. Touring at our level breaks even. Everything goes towards production, crew, and travel costs. When you purchase merch from a band at a U.S. show and leave a tip, as is customary, you're not tipping the band. The tip goes to the merch seller. Okay. From speaking with fans, we know some of you thought you were tipping the band. Mm -hmm. Firstly, thank you. Secondly, we apologize that your tip hasn't reached us. We haven't. We didn't have. 
vision of the system slash culture until now. Also, to, to be clear, they're from the UK where yeah. there's no tipping. Well, I mean, there's tipping, but it's not like in the US. It's not mandatory. Uh, you know, it's not mandatory. Uh, from speaking to peers, we have discovered that some merch sellers are generating an excess of $30,000 in tips over the course of a five to six week tour. Oh, no. Which is, which is <laughs> insane, he writes. Is it? No one else on a tour at our level makes anything close to this. The band members certainly do not. The other crew members are on agreed fees. Nowhere close to this. We understand that in the U.S. service industry, tipping culture is normal. It brings low-paid jobs up to a hopefully livable level. The job we're hiring, though, is not a low-paid job. Okay. While it goes against the grain, our suggestion is that all tips taken at the merch desk should be shared across the entourage, band, and crew. (laughs) We're all here working hard all day to bring the show to you. It seems unfair for one person to own a monopoly on tips for the entire package. While it's too late to make this change mid-tour, we have set up a digital tip jar that will be shared between the band and crew at the end of tour. Scan tip the band QR codes at our merch desk if you'd like to tip if you'd like your tip to reach all of us. Mm-hmm. As always, thank you for your continued support. We can't wait to see you out there. Now, as you can imagine, <laughs> this did not go over well. well. You're fucking stealing tips from your merch dude? Well, my this seems like a conversation that the band could have just had with the crew before the next night's show and been done with it. Why does this need to be publicized? Or, like, he could just have been like, hey, guys, it seems that the tips, like, should be shared among all of us instead of just gym keeping everything. So that's how we're going to do it going forward. Okay? Okay. Done. Like, why does this right. need to be a, a social media post? Why do we I have to a, be told about it? I have a clarifying question. So the guy that's selling the merchandise, is this a venue person or is it their guy? Like that their guy. Okay. So then it's like a little less shitty, I think, because it's like, but also you're still calling your own friend out or whatever. Your own Yeah, that's like it's weird. Uh, It seems selfish to me, I think, honestly. It's like I think the phrasing is poor. It's like, hey, you're making too much money off of us. Give us some of it. Like, fuck you. You I I feel like the merch guy if that's his only job in the crew that's probably like among the easiest jobs mm-hmm. is it touring. you're the one having to interact with all these people and like uh, sorting out the shirts it's not that you. easy you're just i don't know i feel like lugging heavy equipment around or performing is you're having you have to lug, lug the merch around it's shirts it's soft you could take a nap on them it's fine. Uh, okay, yeah, one opinion, shirt is I'm soft, just, but like fifty shirts are heavy. A box sure. of shirts. Is I'm heavy. just saying it's not the toughest job on the thing, and it, it, it shouldn't <laughs> certainly. Be the only but but one also, also though the band, the band also, carrying the heavy merch, they get to perform. They get the adulation of the fans. Darren, you know, like, have you ever tipped at a concert? Uh, probably like if I went to buy, you know, a drink or something at the bar. But, I, like, but I'm talking about not concerts, like not venue stuff. The merch. But like merch or anything to that, like the band Yeah, side. Pro- I mean, uh, if there if there was a tip jar, I might have stuffed some money in there or something. I don't know. I've, I've tipped never, when, 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 if, if we have like a, a exchange, I will throw a few bucks. In my yeah. mind, buying the merch counts as me tipping the band. That's what I was thinking. Exactly. Like your tip is the merch that like the upcharge on the merch is your tip. Yeah. Right. 
Like that's why it was so weird. Uh, and uh, uh, I I did recently buy a shirt from a band where the person selling the merch was the singer of the band, and and they had a a, a you know a tablet with a square on it so I could pay with a credit card, and then it had like one of those uh, tip suggestion chip suggestions like like at a coffee shop, and I'm just mm-hmm. like. I was a little taken aback because already you're charging me like way more for a shirt than what a shirt should cost. It was like 35 right. bucks or something for the shirt. And then you want a 20% tip on that. Like, like who am I tipping? Yeah. What am I, you know, in general, like I think I, I'm, I go very back. I get go back and forth on tipping. I kind of hate tipping. I think it's, it's such, it's annoying that it's put on the onus is put on me to like, yes, I agree with that. You know, like, like for example, there's certain situations where I'm just like, what am I tipping for? Like, like when I call in a pickup order and they just hand it to me, and then I pay for it, and then they switch it over, and like, like what? what? Well, you don't have to there. I know, but like, just that the window is there. I, I, I hate that I, ha- I have to feel guilty about it. Right. Know? Well, the guy handing you that food though will starve to death if nobody tips him. That's, That's the problem. Like- so like you right to... but here's the thing here okay yes i i it's not your fault but this, it's still this, the situation this is, this is why here's why i was upset at, in that specific scenario i know the people at this particular restaurant are paid very well and they're i'm already paying a markup on the food <laughs> like the the place is already overpriced it's McDonald's? which one are you talking about you know no, 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 it's a bagel shop how do you wow. know they're paid well uh i'm I not doubting you i'm just curious just, just, I mean, I just, re- I remember when they were hiring, I like looked into like what their, their hourly. You were going to work at a bagel rate. shop, Rob? No, I just wanted okay? to know what their, what's wrong? No, I just wanted to know what their hourly rate. I was curious what their hourly Man rate was. Man wants something to do after you go swimming. What do you want? They're retired. <laughs> they have, I want free. I spent so much money on bagels there that I want. I oh my God. Again. Imagine if you're getting free bagels, you triple in size. Be careful. Oh I have a question we haven't explored about the story. Um, like, so you said. The people, he, the guy in the statement says some of our fans were tipping this merchandise person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thinking it was going to the band. Yes. What kind of fucking idiot thinks like when you put money <laughs> exactly. in the thing that I'm tipping the band? Like, who thinks that? I mean, I assume they mean th- they thought that it would be split among everybody and not just going to this one guy. I've never thought that. I could never imagine the myself. The tip jar is specifically that. for that person. I feel like when I've seen tip jars at merch tables, I assumed that it would go to everybody. I would assume it goes to everybody working that merchandise stand and not mm. every, not yeah. like, like not that one specific person. Yes, that much. Yes, I don't think the singer would. But like anything of it, when you go to like the Gap or something, do you tip there? Like I'm I buying do. clothes. Exactly, I do. You do? I do. I mean, At the Gap. It, dep- it depends. It depends on the situation. Like there's sometimes if you go to a retail, they have shitty bosses that won't even let. Sometimes I've let. I have a nice conversation with someone. I leave two bucks there, and they go, "You no, no, no! Oh my God, I'll get fired." No, take it back. So yeah. Like, okay. Okay. I don't no, want I, I've seen that scenario as well. But yeah, I try to like if I get if I go to uh, like a restaurant, a st- you know, not a not a sit down restaurant where you always tip, but I mean like you go to milk shop or something like that. But yeah, those places tend to have like a tip jar out. But if they don't have a tip jar, yeah. I still do. Oh, you're okay. saying like it has to be like a clothing store? I think uh, yeah, like at, a, at the gap. specifically purchasing. Yeah, fifty yeah, fifty. Like, I try to tip them. You know. Wow. Yeah, I've never, I've never had that scenario. Sometimes it's not even in my brain, you know. But 
I've, I have before. All right. But I don't think they, I don't think they split it. But if they do, good for them. I don't care. Don't restaurants like often pool tips, and then all the yes. staff share. Yes, at the end of the night? yes. The tips are shared. I believe the, the the tips at restaurants are all pooled together. I think it's case by case basis. I don't think that's always true. It's well, I, right. like yeah. when you tip, you're not just tipping your waiter; you're also tipping the busboy. Like you have to split with your busboy and all that. I mean, they but they don't have. That's so poorly designed, and a lot, of, especially dining. Yeah, I agree. It's all a scam. That's the thing. That's what b- bothers me. Well, that's why I never, when I go to a restaurant and I pay the bill, I never put the tip on my credit card. If I pay with a credit card, zero tip in pen and marker, whatever, and then cash. I take some money out and I give them, I give them cash because I don't try put it in the person's fucking hand. And then if the owner still wants to take the money out of his hand, that's fine. But I know for a fact these owners, when they they do the, they govern all the credit card receipts and they're. There's nothing preventing them from just saying, I'm going to snatch all these tips. Fuck you. Damn. So never. Yeah, and my advice to anyone listening to this, caught. my advice to anyone listening to this is never tip on a credit card because it will not go to the person you're tipping probably 75% of the time. <laughs> wow. Just a guess, but I'm sure it's, there's so much on so many unscrupulous business owners. Sorry, Rob. What were you saying? I said there was a big con. I forget which major restaurant here in New York City, but the, I just saw the, earlier this week that somebody got uh, caught stealing tens of thousands of dollars from their waiters. Terrible. And they're already yeah. making so much fucking money by the fact that they don't have to pay these people a normal yeah. wage already. Yeah. So you're basically getting away with breaking uh, labor laws because you're paying below the minimum wage. But yeah, I think this is stupid. They immediately rescinded this. <laughs> Because they got so much blowback uh, from people uh, around just because uh, they said they clarified, uh, which to me sounds like a a total backtrack, that we have not and will not be taking a cut of our merch seller tips and we never wish to. This would have been an additional tip jar is what he's saying. But that's not how the original <laughs> message came no. across. It came across like, no, fuck our merch guy. We're splitting all the tips. Right. And here's the thing. <laughs> it sounds like there's some serious problems with your business model if you really need to rely on tips in, in such a way. You know, like if you're saying, like, we're not getting paid. Our crew's not getting paid. Why are you on tour? You know, because he says because they love the music so much and the fans, they sacrifice for you, Rob, and you don't even like their music that much. But it's all for you. Isn't that how he started the statement off? Mm -hmm. Yes. No. Yeah. I'm just saying it's the fucking. I I continue saying what I've always said when musicians give these boohoo stories about how hard touring is. If it's that hard, stop doing it. It's right. fine. There's plenty of other bands. There's plenty of yeah. other bands. We're fine. If you if if you're in this to make a profit and you're not making a profit, then you should probably stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's art. Art does not art does not guarantee profit. Yeah. Right. Fuck make yeah. Better yeah. art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty fun little moment uh bunch of fucking clowns in costumes do they wear costumes tesseract oh i mean i guess just like maybe yeah like like they all dress 
uh, it wouldn't be called a costume, but they they match. They wear dark clothing, uniforms, with logos. Yeah. They don't wear uh, styrofoam and kill the president on stage or anything like that. No. Okay. Uh, another Aaron Lewis shirt I just saw. Nobody cares. World order. Oh. Uh. Two. He's above caring about things. Well, who is that even meant to offend? Yeah. New world know. order fans. Uh, yeah. The 90s. Kevin Nash is yeah. WCW so loyalist. <laughs> Eric Bischoff is very angry about that. This is a very pro Wolfpack take for somebody who kills coyotes. <laughs> Also, like, I don't understand this shirt. It's It says, shut up, hippie. And it's, I think, Ronald Reagan? Is it's it? Like Reagan laughing, probably, at the hippie. Oh, I see. It's Reagan saying, shut up, hippie. Okay, but it okay. is confusing I th- I th- message. I yeah. Because he's the, his peers, at first glance, he's the hippie. Look at his duck face with his dumb yeah. ultra MAGA shirt. What does that mean, ultra, ultra make America great again? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. He's ultra You're so stupid. Maybe the ultra stands for something also. Like, you know, it's so funny to me, people that are like, I support Trump. Are you triggered? Are you triggered? It's like, <laughs> no, dude, it's not 2015. Yeah. <laughs> You're just dumb. I get it. Yeah. I tested positive for freedom. 1776. Is this a merch line that he's endorsed by? Like this. These all look it's to per- have. It could be his the own same merch design. Line. Let's see. Let me look Ultra is useless loser, total right wing asshole. There you go. What's so funny is there's like seven different designs with this message. It's, oh my God. it's like anybody will. will is that uh, like a, I guess it's a COVID thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Though it could have been useful back in the day, too, during the AIDS crisis. Right. It's a so timeless it, shirt. It, I assume. Okay, I think I found it. I think the source of uh, Aaron Lewis's shopping. Is it Frankie Palmieri's merch company? <laughs> it's even better. It's Etsy. <laughs> oh, no. Really? It's a, it's, a, it's a place called Lollipop Shirts. What? Come on. <laughs> Look, it also has his F.U. Joe shirt. Oh, wow. It wearing. has all of it. Yeah. How Republicans deny people the right to vote. And then it's a circle with four uh, halves. It's a pie chart. Require citizen. A pie chart. Four halves. Require, four quarters. Oh, my God. Require citizenship. Circle. Require <laughs> identification. Must not vote. Mo- uh, get it because it's all the rules. For uh, so I got to read a fucking textbook to read hey. this shirt. Yeah. Oh, there's even a Canadian tested positive for freedom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now, these are other people making these shirts. There's right. competitive I tested positive for freedom shirts. I really thought about like doing like this seems like such good passive income is coming up. Oh, with yeah. These dumb phrases mm-hmm. and selling these shirts. Right. Because it's like these people love to, to, you know, wear these slogans on their on their sleeve. Let people know how dumb they are. Right. And you don't even have to like pack up the shirt and send it to anybody. You just make a right. design and they fucking send it for you. This one, I guess it's fuck Biden. I guess fucking Biden. Or is it Biden it's touches touches people like uh, inappropriately? Is that could it be that? 
No, because that stick figure is in motion way more than Biden is capable of now. That's true. I think it's just fuck Biden. Man, I think, look, here's the Ultra Maga shirt. Did he just buy out this whole person? <laughs> Clearly. Maybe they just sent him, like, a care package. Oh, that's true as well. That's true. Oh, yeah, I can see so that. he could wear them in every... He's an yeah. influencer. He yeah. Wear... <laughs> wear these he, he, he is. On, on I Instagram. Mean... Maybe, maybe wow. this is my new career. You get some shirts? I'm going to make some shirts. So, wait, this is your options in life now? You either start a right-wing Etsy page or work at a bagel shop? Like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on with you, Rob? Or both. my post-metal ejection world. <laughs> right-wing bagels. Can you do that? Yeah, pull the shirts <laughs> out of the back alley. There's all these people that hate Jews but want to eat bagels. <laughs> if you could give them, like, a far-right anti-Semitic bagel. A make bagel America f- nosh again. <laughs> a bagel free of Jew dough. Yeah. <laughs> you know your judo well. <laughs> this is democracy manifest. I see that you know your judo well. Do we want to get into this Yelp review from our old pal? Yeah, speaking of influencers and dining establishments. Uh we haven't checked in with with our buddy Ken P in a while and uh Sid, you noticed Oh, I check that page frequently. Oh, okay. I'm I'm we just have, I guess we haven't stuff. really discussed him on the show too much, but our favorite Yelp reviewer uh, is back. And, uh, uh, Darren, do you have them pulled up? I do. This is a King Cullen he reviewed. I don't know if that's known like around a... the country, but it's like a large supermarket chain. Yeah. And he gives, he gives King Cullen four stars, by the way. Which is his most frequent number of stars that he gives. Right. Mm. Having just arrived at the hotel in Rockville Centra. Now, I want to say, before I go any further. He's traveling. Is Rockville Center spelled in the, it correctly spelled in the British way, R-E? Is that a thing? Cause I think it is. It. Okay. I was just checking because he spelled yes, it, it is. that way. It is. I, I don't know if I he was confirmed. I'm sure if he was just being pretentious. Uh, <laughs> I was too early to check in for my room and was on the hungry side. Oh. I only had a cup of coffee before making the trek out to the island. Fortunately, the immediate vicinity of the hotel was rife with restaurants and pubs. I wasn't looking for something super big. I was only seeking a sandwich of some kind. Why would he mention all the restaurants and pubs that it has done? Like, he has to explain why he just went to a supermarket instead. Right. Fortunately, fortunately, these things I'm not in any way going to patronize were all around me. Yeah. Um, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> this isn't a review of the hotel, though, so what's in the right. vicinity of the hotel does not matter. It's right. not pertinent, but... <laughs> well, he's a full, ser- full service reviewer. Yeah. The desk staff at the hotel said that they always order such things from the King Cullen that stands directly in front of the hotel. So over there, I headed. At a quick glance, the store's loaded with everything you expect in a large grocery store. I don't think this company is in Brooklyn anymore since the one we had closed quite a few years ago. 
Now, since I was on a sandwich mission. <laughs> <laughs> sandwich know. mission, by the way, is the episode title. Lock that in. <laughs> I didn't really peruse the aisles as diligently as I might have as a regular shopper. As I walked in, I saw a sizable deli counter with a number of store staff all taking care of any customers who needed these offerings. And when the next person was available, they said they could make me a sandwich of whatever I felt like having. I kept it to a simple salami and provolone! Since my folks... And hold on, he wrote provolone. (laughs) He wrote provolone, yes. The the way it's spelled. (laughs) Since my folks were in the same hotel... And had said we would all grab dinner at around 5.30. <laughs> Why do we need to know the time? Why do we know that? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> if I'm going to go to a King Cullen, I need to know the whole mise-en-scene of the person well, reviewing. <laughs> what he's doing, it, you call this a teaser, because now the Yelp reader is wondering where did they go for dinner at 5.30? Is that the next <laughs> review he's going to post? Yeah, mm. see? Now, Sid's thinking here. See? You got, you got it. That is good thinking. That was too long a wait for any sustenance for me. (laughs) While I should have asked for this on a roll as opposed to a hero. This sandwich. She's having second thoughts about his order. (laughs) The sandwich surely did the trick. It was rather large. So half of it went into the hotel room fridge. Thanks for that detail. (laughs) And was finished the day after the wedding. In a nutshell, if you find yourself in the same situation as I was, this is a proper option for you. They have a lot of different cold cuts on hand, and since it's a supermarket, you have your choice of chips and soft drinks if you are adding that to the mix. And Darren, as I recall, you said you found another review of this King Cullen that was noteworthy. Do you want to share that one too? One sec. Uh, Let's see. This is not from. This is not from Ken. Yes, Uh, this is from uh, a Yapa Yapa D of Upper Upper East Side, New York. Says a lot of these New Yorkers just traveling to this random Rockville Center King Cullen for some reason. (laughs) We should go Uh, visit at some point. Just to see first. Uh, Rob, you want to put it up while I read it, or should I just read uh, it? Let's see. It's well, it's chat. just text, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's well, just I'll funny that all the typos are kind of. All right. Yeah. Uh, bad experience, Violet. I'm going to read it as it's written. One star. And Ken gave it four. Bad experience, Violet employee, almost like the killing at Stop and Shop. Found out they used my credit card information illegally and caused trouble was the owner. Everything <laughs> I like to buy, they stop stocking. So this is a very multi-pronged attack here. They they steal from you. It's murderous and violent. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, they don't have the things that I want to buy. There. <laughs> uh, they are sick-minded. One of them stalked me and bounced into my car for a fake accident. <laughs> What? Why? 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 Don't know. Can't answer. That is the problem. 
There's something wrong with these people, nasty cashiers, capital C, turn out to be the financial CEO scheming to try to catch normal shoppers who are doing nothing with shopping and stares at them to see if they've shoplifted. That's, so the CEO, the he didn't do anything, Yappa, Rashi, I don't know the gender of that name, uh, but something tells me they did something and, and, and a cashier called them out and now they've spun out this wild conspiracy theory that the CEO is scheming on them. Uh, said that tells you what kind of, I think they mean sad, that tells you what kind sad. of business it is. A large supermarket with bad old values that don't apply to today's society. <laughs> the old value of bouncing into your car for fake accident? Yes. <laughs> How many times is this is like, is this all in one day that this happened to Yappa? Or is this like over months and months? Oh, that's a you fucking hell of a back. day. If that's. Imagine. <laughs> The the bagger bounced into my car for fake accident after stalking me. But let me go back and see if they have my Keebler cookies that I like this time. Right. Oh, but they're out of Keebler cookies. That's the last That's straw. The... That's it. I was stalked. Fake this guy's accident. staring at me. He must be the financial CEO. CEO was uh, doing the uh, uh, the hidden boss trick from CBS <laughs> uh, reality show. I don't care. That's fine. Don't run out of my fucking Keebler. <laughs> There was one Those other. Those are some old values. There was another one other good one here. Oh, uh, Kona oh. K of Huntington Station, New York, Long Island says one star. If you value the backs of your heels, don't shop here. What? The rich witches of Rockville Center speed their bitch in a hurry carts at breakneck speed, and you are in their way, and they will shove that cart right up your ass. <laughs> And then accuse you of bumping into their cart for fake yep. accident. These ladies do not compare prices, because if they did, they would see that this place charges about 25% more on just about everything, even a generic box of macaroni and cheese. Parking lot is a nightmare, and their husbands are all cheating on them. What? <laughs> so, yeah, she gets the credit card, and he gets some nice pussy on the side. Are you? This is real. This is on. This is on Yelp. This is on Yelp. <laughs> what but does this have to do with the actual King Cullen? <sighs> well, you don't want to run into these rich witches of Rockville Center. I mean, sure. Uh, isn't it great to be upscale, have prestige, and have a nice two million dollar home on Long Island? Isn't it? Well, well, there is a, two responses to this. Ooh, I didn't know you could even respond. Oh, oh, there's yeah. a response, and then the person who wrote that oh, responded no. to the response. Okay, Here's the response. I hate this town, and I really hate this King Cullen. Oh, no, <laughs> this might be the person responding to themselves, I think. Oh, oh my God. Yes, yes. I hate this town, and I really hate this King Cullen. Oh, these, I got it now. All right. These are in <laughs> reverse order. The one I just read is from 2022. This next one is a previous review of the same King Cullen in 2018. Oh, my God. And the next one is the previous review. Same person from 2017. Okay. Jesus Christ. So this is 20. That was 2022. What I just read 2018. I hate this town and I really hate this King Cullen. I really hate the housewives of trophy land. Little blonde ponytailed morons that shop here. Always in a goddamn hurry. Always bumping into me as well. I hate the parking lot here, especially. <laughs> 
People are so nasty here, but mostly the prices of this king cullen are an obscenity and a crime. Two fifty <laughs> for one avocado. P.S. Rude staff two. I love that all these reviews are like, I've been assaulted here, but the worst thing. Have you seen the price of the avocado? (laughs) (laughs) My feet are literally bleeding. I'm hemorrhaging, but I'd still come back if the avocados were only a buck ninety-five. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's the other thing. What an avocado goes for nowadays if it's not on sale? I guess three for five, maybe. (laughs) I was raped in the back alley, and they're out of Lucky Charms. Um. Okay, so this is the one from 2017. I'm just going to wait for that this alarm to get off. Okay, thank you. I have an alarm <laughs> that just goes off randomly. Uh, 2017. Stand by. King Cullen. Uh, my first review got removed. I did not say anything wrong or offensive. Possibly the most expensive supermarket on Long Island. That's not a Whole Foods type specialty store. Seriously overpriced. I'm laughing as I see the two dollar sign rating means moderate prices. What? Five dollars for a bottle of ocean spray, cranberry juice, Kagendaz ice cream, five dollars plus, etc. etc. Congested parking lot, security guards and security cars, very unsavory atmosphere, surly workers, too, although some of them are nice. They know they're in a rich neighborhood and they can overcharge as much as they want and please remove that open 24 hours if you're not open 24 hours false advertising (laughs) this place is horrible i wish i could come here more often yes (laughs) horrible and not open often enough (laughs) great you want one more bad king review? okay courtney d whose avatar is a woman with a little baby rockville center new york me hate King Cullen and all of the grocery stores in Rockville Center. Oh me God. hate. Me hate. If I find it baffling that there's not one decent grocery store in this area. You know what? This is kind of saying the same thing, but I just like that me hate King Cullen. That was fascinating to me why she wrote that. <laughs> it was written by her three-year-old. It was written, Yeah, the baby in the Avatar is the one who wrote the review. Oh, that makes sense. That's actually pretty impressive then. Grading on a curve. No Keebler cookies. Yeah. yeah. No Keebler cookies, and I got thrown down a flight of stairs. <laughs> they tried to kidnap me. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, uh, do they serve pussy on the side, Dusty Roosevelt asks. <laughs> That's a reason to come uh, back. I don't see it. That would be the only good thing. Um, anyway, let's get to our Spotify picks. Every week, we each pick a song. We throw it on a Spotify playlist. You can check it out. Uh, search for R.I.P. A Livecast Music Break on Spotify. There's like a billion songs there. And uh, my pick this week is a song that I haven't heard in uh, like 15 years. But in jujitsu class uh, this week, it came up, and I was just like, "Oh man, I was I like really loved the song." At the time. I couldn't even remember the song. I had to go to my coach and be like, "What's up? What, what was this?" And it was Blindside. The band, remember Blindside? They're from Sweden, I think. No. Uh, and uh, they had a they had a moment on the radio. You mean Shine Down? No, Blindside. 
I, I bet if you listen to the song, Sid, you will remember it because it was a big rock radio hit. It was a little, little pitiful is the song by Blindside. Pitiful, you're pitiful. Yeah. I remember every word you said. Isn't that James Blunt? Pitiful, you're yeah. pitiful. The way you're singing it, Rob, sounds like James Blunt. Yeah, but that that's my pick. It's a great song. It's been stuck in my head all week. Now it could be stuck in your head. You're right. Uh, Sid, what did you pick? I picked the song Let's Have a War by the band Fear for no reason oh. whatsoever. Darren? Yeah, I picked uh, Young MC, uh, Principal's Office, because I loved that album, and I thought that I always thought it was absurd that a guy who was about 24 when that album came out was like singing a song from a perspective of a high school mm-hmm. uh, student. But other than that, I still love Young MC, and he was great. Yeah. Listen to him. He was one of those rappers that was like a huge, huge star for like three minutes and then yeah. gone from the face of the earth. And he had he sort of an extended, like slightly more than a one-hit wonder, but he had one major hit, which was Bust the Move, yeah. which was an enduring oh, classic, yeah. and still it gets played mm-hmm. all the time at arenas and like you know sports events and stuff. Uh, but really, never had another hit like that. But he had a few smallish mm-hmm. ones, and he was big on Howard Stern all the time. Yes, Howard that's right, constantly. Didn't uh, Howard Stern give him some award for having sex with good-looking white women? I recall I that. I don't remember this, but it sounds right up that show's alley. Oh, and by the way, before we forget, uh, RIP this week goes to our longtime Australian listener, Aki, who we found out this week uh, passed away earlier this year. It's really fucking sad. It's Very so RIP sad. RIP Aki. He would always talk on Facebook about having health problems. I always felt really terrible for him and... I guess it caught up with him. So to his family and friends, RIP a legend. Yep. Yeah, we loved Aki. I, I spoke to Aki a lot, uh, you know, off the show about wrestling and stuff. And, you know, he was a, yep. a really big wrestling fan, just like I was. And uh, we're really going to miss him. Uh, it was very, very sad to learn about his passing. Uh, and, you know, our, our thoughts are, are with his family. And his friends, and it's very sad to lose a member of the extended live casters crew. So, you know, we love you, Aki. Uh, and we love all of our, uh, our patrons. How about that for a transition? <laughs> from, from mourning to capitalism. All right. Now, um, but yeah, uh, uh, if you want a, a little more live cast in your life, you could uh, hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash RIP Alivecast. Five bucks a month gets you access to two bonus episodes every month. And there's over three years of bonus episodes in there. So you got Man. hours and hours of extra live casts. Our Patreon has existed longer than most podcasts now. It's true. It's true. It's true. We're now we're now in four years, I believe, of, of Patreon. Have yeah, we had our Patreon longer than Mike Francis has had his, his podcast? yes absolutely Uh, yeah take that mikey and we even did an episode about him we started our podcast like a week after our our patreon like a week before covid right something like that or close to it It, yeah it was early 2020 yeah Yeah. it was right before covid so i know mike wasn't doing that yet yeah which is crazy that covid is about to be four years ago almost legal 
<laughs> Not quite. Counting uh, the days till I can fuck some COVID. <laughs> what? <laughs> but read them uh, shout outs, Rob. But uh, yeah, I know uh, the the big episodes this this month. We did a watch along of the Foo Fighters horror film Studio Six Six Six, and uh, we also did a roundtable discussion about the Amazon Prime movie Cassandra, which is about a Mexican lucha libre star who happens to be gay and incorporates like a little bit of gayness into his performance as an exotico. It's a very fun story and a, and a fun conversation was had. So we have that. We have tons of watch alongs in there. We watch music documentaries like Decline of Western Civilization. We watch the Kiss movie. Lots of great stuff in there. Patreon.com slash RIP Livecast. And for five extra bucks, ten bucks a month, you get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. Uh, Darren, do you want to do it as as the Yelp reviewer uh, in that supermarket being assaulted by these people? Oh. <laughs> or maybe just or, recommending or can... a different kind of sandwich. Yes. <laughs> Eric, I hear that the King Cullen has great gabagool. You should try it with your provolone. Benjamin, Dan R., you must hit up aisle seven and sample the King Cullen's Cocoa Puffs. Mindy Mayer's Keeper and Shashur's Shashusets. If you need tampons for any reason, as I did on mine when I had a terrible nosebleed, <laughs> check out aisle 12. Hugo likes tacos and Lando Danks. You'll find Ortega and Old El Paso in aisle four. LaCroix, Corey and Scotty H, when you tire of hearing my loud, booming, sonic vibes in your cranium, you can get a leave in the pharmacy department. <laughs> and, of course, Doug Pigman and Douglas, who are you, Leverson? Make sure to tip your cashier on the way out after approving your purchase. That is all. Well, thank you, Darren. Thank you, our Yelp reviewer. Yeah, and thank Ken. you. The... I'm oh, sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, making it through another week. Have a have a safe. Oh, we're actually off next week. We're not going to be doing a show. We're going to be posting a we're going to be unlocking a Patreon episode. And if there's a particular Patreon episode you want us to unlock. Let us know in our Discord. Hop into our Discord. The link for our chat is at ripalivecast.com. And then uh, you can let us know. And so we'll be posting a bonus episode for free this coming Saturday. And then back on the air next Saturday. Hopefully, Possibly with a special it. guest, right? Uh, oh, yeah. That's true. That is correct. Mystery guest. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and I guess uh, have a happy Halloween because we're Ooh. this is our last October show, I guess. So, yeah, have a happy and safe one and, and post your costumes in the discord. We love you. We kiss sure. you. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>